0: Hi sister, welcome to Women's Collective Consciousness Podcast. I am Riren Fabrianti, I am your host for this podcast, also a founder of Women's Collective Consciousness, a mother, menstrual cycle coach, and a lover of body movement based in Australia. My dharma, my life purpose in this world is to empower women to remember and reclaiming their power of the wisdom. And magic as a cyclical being through very juicy conversation around woman's cycle, health, wellness and well-being. Before we begin, I would like to acknowledge the tradition custodian of this land where I record this podcast. I pay my respected elders, past, present, and future. I also like to acknowledge to everyone who's listening to this podcast, and my hopes for every woman who's listening to this podcast is to always remember that you are belonging in this body as a woman, in your skin, and in your temple. It doesn't matter what stage of life you are in. All right, sister, let's jump in into our powerful conversation hello sister welcome back this week episode we have really special guest Um he is my dearest dearest friend uh it's so beautiful she is a business owner she's a chiropractor is also she's a yoga teacher she's got so much wisdom that she would like to share how to run a business how to start something and then be okay in the unknown so I'm super excited to having you here, T. Can you please tell to the listener a little bit about you, who you are?
1: Hi, Riren. Thank you so much for having me today. I am very grateful. Um, Yes, so I have a really long kind of story of how I got here, but basically I was working full-time chiropractic in a really heavy booked clinic and I just got to the point where it was too much it was um, busy which was okay at one point but then it got to the place where I wanted to slow down and I ended up leaving my job that I was at for almost 15 years and jumping into the space of the unknown without a job to go to and (laughs) I kind of felt crazy at the time because I was like, this is so wild, but I just knew I had to do it. And it led me to a lot of meditation and space, spaciousness to just be, which for me, being in that kind of feminine, slow, open, creative, wild space was kind of new in a lot of ways. And then that led to the opportunity of starting my yoga studio, Soul Essence Yoga, and I'm still practising chiropractic, but in a little bit of a different way. And, yeah, I love it.
0: Oh, my God. When I listen to this, I'm just like deep, deep exhale there. It is so delicious of your journey there to share with us. Thank you for sharing. Um. And where are you in your cycle today? I am
1: day 19. And how do you feel about it? I feel actually pretty good at the moment. I am kind of in a phase of energy. So the last couple of days and today I feel really uplifted and energized. Um, Usually it's over the next week I start to come down a bit. (laughs)
0: Yeah, yeah, totally. And where are you on your womanhood?
1: I am in the mother phase.
0: And how do you feel about it?
1: I feel really kind of expansive in this phase. I feel like it's a a birthing phase for me, not by a child, having a child, but in a lot of other ways in my life, I feel like Yeah, I'm birthing lots of different parts of myself even. And it's, yeah, really nice. Mm -hmm.
0: So for the listener who are in a mother phase of life, in womanhood, but also not birthing a child, what we are describing as birthing here is birthing any kind of project, Maybe a business, maybe start something new or maybe even, you know, like coming out from the unknown, like what T was describing when she's leaving the job, she's coming back into that pregnant woman when she doesn't know what, where does she want to go, but when she know, she's Finally, giving birth into that the yoga studio that she's have dreaming on, and I'm pretty sure she's been pregnant at yoga studio for quite a long time, just to in that ah, the space where you can't just tell it works right,
1: yeah. And it's also like really interesting with that kind of pregnant phase you're talking about. Um, for me when I was thinking about what was next, it wasn't actually a yoga studio, but it was a space that was mine that I could practice chiropractic and have yoga attached. And so I think it's really important as well to note that sometimes the way that we try to manifest something, it doesn't always look the same as what you've kind of envisioned. The essence of it, like the qualities, are there, and so sometimes it can kind of hit you in the face in a different way. But it's but it's there. It's what it's just come in a different form to the way our our human brains can put it together.
0: Mm-mm, totally, because. Our brain is just like thinking, and you know the duality is there. What is bad? What is good? What is light? What is dark? But literally everything is just in one, and then mm-hmm. you know, like you can just only vision, but surrender into the universe as well. We want, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, I am on my day fourteen. Uh, today and. I'm on my ovulatory phase, so I'm pretty, pretty vibrant, and it is just like flower everywhere. And I keep saying yes to my son and my partner. Um, I knew it, I will regret it some of the decision I made this week <laughs> because you know, you're always saying yes, and being like the best mom ever, and then say yes, to play that, yes, to um get him <laughs> whatever he wants. <laughs> so yeah, I knew it. I will regret it. So next week <laughs> let's see what happened. <laughs> oh my gosh, my son was just like saying to me um actually last night, Mom, can you just be in a voluntary face all the time? <laughs> <laughs> Very cheeky. Alrighty, let's move on from here. So, T, what do you do in this world that is supporting that the collective consciousness amongst women? I know that you're doing lots of different things, wearing lots of different hats, but what is really fill your cup?
1: It's about community and connection for me and also about helping, well, not helping, supporting especially women, to remember their home inside themselves, to remember who they are and to connect to their own essence and their own divinity, but also to really link that with whatever they hold highest and to really be able to hold space and support people in that way is what lights me up it just brings me so much joy and it gets me up in the morning
0: Mm, mm, oh my god i really love that description and as you have how long has um soul essence is born now
1: it'll be two years in february so Uh yeah
0: um so how do you run a business in the feminine why because i know your structure of yoga studio is really different from others it's more like you can just hang around there have a cup of tea chat with tea <laughs> and then just stay there for a little while you know like and then you know like clients bought their lemon from the lemon tree and we all mm-hmm. sharing and and we might get some like clients our clients just bring some chocolate bowls and then we all just chatting there for a little while it's really really community-based which is really fill my heart every time I come to your studio and yeah. how do you run this business in this feminine way
1: I think it's based on my own experience I had I was lucky enough to have some teachers who did that, who would have a cup of tea after class. And it really, I guess, started me thinking in that way. And then just being able to think about like um, you know, women back in the day, if like, you know, their husbands or males were like nomadic and then the women would all get together and like cook and do things like that for me that um Feels good and having, you know, I do have males at the studio as well. But in terms of like that connection and that gathering, that to me is a feminine type of energy. And so when I thought about the studio and how I wanted the studio to run, I knew that I needed structure, which is more masculine, so that there was the container that held the flow of the feminine inside of it and so even the colors of the studio they're softer and more feminine and um just having those little things like some flowers in the studio or having um a cup of tea after class where people can chat and just flow in a way in community is really what helps in the community. And for me running the business that can get very masculine in a lot of ways of being organized and being switched on and, um, that type of, I guess, mindset in certain ways, but I create space for myself to have time of rest, to have time of, I'll allocate time for time off for creativity and exploration and flow for myself. And so I just find the balance between when do I need to be more masculine and switch on to get things done? And when do I need to soften to create and expand and flow and find that balance between the two? And it's not always easy, but it's it's a good practice
0: (laughs) Mm -hmm. you actually just answering my question that i haven't been asked how do you fit everything because i know you still um also practice in uh, as a chiropractor in elsewhere so how do you manage teaching yoga and then doing the chiropractor as well as you also do the reiki if i Mm. Yeah. yeah and then you know like I said rugby practitioner also teaching so many classes of you know like in your own studio how do you fit all this in and find a balance
1: it's been a challenge like I would say even up until the last two to three months I feel like I've kind of nailed it <laughs> now <laughs> and that could change again but uh really actually using the masculine energy to create a structure is what helps me to find the balance because when i have structure um it allows me to have that time within that structure to navigate everything so i have a planner and i've got it all written out um what i'm doing where and that includes like time off and it includes downtime and it includes social time and time at the studio. And the other thing that really helps is having boundaries and that's been a challenge my whole life but um, (laughs) um, having the business actually has really helped with having boundaries, like having set boundaries for when I'm teaching, like what times I'm teaching. Um, what times I'm at my other chiropractic practice two days a week and what times I'm practicing chiropractic at Mount Eliza and the energy healing. And I have to really keep with those boundaries. And that's been really what helps me to keep the balance and find time for everything.
0: Wow, wow, wow. That was really spicy to get all of that in one. I'm pretty sure it's not the first hit and then there you go. And <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is lots of practice and then lots of file and then just to get back into the track is really challenging. I can really hear from that um experience. Oh my god, thank you for sharing that tea. Alrighty T. Let's move on from here. So I know um your Yoga studio is has been two years. So this is when the time is the babies just start to walking and then start to spread their wings and you know like being seen and heard from the community. In the term of this new business, how was the financial why do you how do you manage to having um a business and then still doing all these things? Is there actually maybe it's not enough from the business itself, or is that just because you like to do all this thing and then like to cultivate it in your diary?
1: At the beginning, so from day one to now the studio wouldn't have survived if i didn't do some chiropractic i'm just actually fortunate that i love chiropractic and that it is something that i enjoy doing but in terms of financially it has been quite a big um challenge because you know yoga studios they don't actually really make a lot of money like I mean, I guess they can, but in terms of where I'm at right now and my vision for the studio has been quite specific. And so doing my chiropractic work has been the financial backing for the studio. And so I knew that the first five years would be a bit like that anyway, because the way I wanted the studio to have it community um, focused and connection focused, I knew that I wouldn't just get any random walking off the street to come into the studio because even the name that I chose, Soul Essence Yoga, that already doesn't appeal to people like a lot of people. It just doesn't necessarily, I don't know, catch them all the time. And so I was very intentional with the name and I was very intentional with my mission behind that and I knew that it would take time to build because I wanted the right people coming in rather than just anyone who thought yoga was just exercise. And so, yeah, it's been a journey and it's definitely over time had very difficult challenges but i have been fortunate to have my partner who's been very supportive and my parents who have really been supportive and been able to help a bit financially when i've needed it so it's been i've been blessed in that way to have a fallback when i've really needed it
0: <laughs> mm, mm, okay. i have been uh poking with other Adler- yoga studio owner as well I and mean, this is what happened right your yoga studio or any kind of form of your passion sometimes you just don't make enough money yeah and then you just have to be real to face it and to have the ground where do you want to be right because otherwise if you just keep going I mean like t is doing a beautiful job with the chiropractor you know like but if she's just keep going there until the rest of her life she might not following her passion and then that is where we start to feel depleted might be burnout and then things like that and then as i t as as he also mentioned before it was um, 15 years and then she's just like all right I'm off from my shoes and then I'm going barefoot into <laughs> the road of all the wrinkles and stone and all this um, dirt and water and all the other elements that I never touch in my feet right so this is really beautiful to be real as a business owner it's not always an easy smooth journey Uh thank you again you for sharing that and um so what is your experience as a woman in this business life where most of the business owner is i'm not saying male only but also it's more masculine i heard that you signed before you do need the structure um, the, that masculine instructor to have everything the calendar the schedule and all that stuff but what is your experience really to live in this kind of masculine right as a woman
1: it's mm, a great question it's it's kind of hard like I feel like sometimes um the world really in a lot of ways, is set up to honour overdoing yourself and honour the, like, just keep going, like, never stop, like, achieve your goals and, like, yeah, you'll get there. Um, And so I found that really challenging in myself to soften and not just buy into that because even though, yes, I do have goals and, yes, I want to achieve them, I don't want to just do that and I've had to work really hard on what feminine for me is and how that look like how that looks like how that feels like and in working on my own feminine and my own energy that's what's really made the difference in running a business in that way is like how how I show up for myself and how I see those different parts of me that need a bit of attention and care. And it's not always I think in me um I had a lot of unhealthy masculine where I just didn't know where to stop. And so it's also for me it was um finding that healthy masculine balance and finding that uh healthy feminine balance because the feminine is strong and the feminine is soft also and it's really helped me to work on my own stuff with that yeah
0: it's just finding that yin and yang really Mm. is yeah it's so beautiful So. Is there any tips for the listener who face their own journey? Maybe they are in their pregnancy mode on to wanting to start something or open up a new business or start a new project or anything that they are dreaming of.
1: Yeah, I would say let yourself be vulnerable and let yourself be open to explore, and when you do have something that really bubbles up inside of you that you want to share or that you want to bring forth is when you want to express that and talk to people about that, the first people to talk to are the people that... You know, are supportive because when you have a dream or when you have something that you want to birth and you speak to someone who is always doubting or who is a bit negative, um, it's easy to let that kill your dream. But you really need people who can see that that is something worth bringing in and you need that support so it's about discerning like as well who you speak to when you've got that that thing that's so important to you that you would like trust your heart with that person that you're sharing that with oh
0: my god it's really really kicked me into the heart it's really nice thank you for sharing that tea oh my gosh it's really beautiful um, the we are is almost an hour in here. So before we closing, can you please share what is the three things that you are grateful for being a woman?
1: Ooh, yeah, I am grateful for my body. I love this womanly body, the curves, the breasts, like just amazing. <laughs> um, I love having a tender heart. And I know that that is not just a, a woman type quality, but for me, I associate that with my womanness. So <laughs> for me, that is, yeah, that tenderness in my heart. And the other thing is I am grateful for my cycle and being able to tune into that because there's so much power in that. Mm,
0: mm. oh my god let's sit with that gratitude i think everyone can relate with that or most of us can relate with that right it's just so beautiful that we are having this body this temple and also our breast beautiful rounded breast that we got and oh my gosh the soft juicy heart really tender and it is also crunchy and foldable, but also it's just there. As that is oh, so beautiful. Thank you so much, Steve, for jumping in for our call today. And thank you so much for sharing with
1: the community and the listener. Thanks for having me, Ruin.
0: Mm, thank you sister for joining us for powerful podcast episode if you like to connect with T, the best way to find her is on instagram live underscore with underscore T. or connect with her more in person she's teaching yoga and running a monthly yin workshop at her studio soul and sense in manaliza victoria melbourne also, if you are listening to this episode, there is a chance you listen to this episode in November, and I will be running a woman circle in person on Friday, 17th November, 7 to 9 p.m., at the Elements of Happiness Seaford, Victoria. In this circle, I invite you to explore your story in each season of womanhood from your birth, manak, childbirth year, and menopause with-minded like women in a circle. Owning and sharing their story, acknowledging the feeling, emotion, and vulnerability is all welcome here. Tickets are on sale now on Eventbrite. I will pop everything in the show notes. I also have a free gift for you to start your menstrual cycle awareness journey. Check out our website at www.womanscollectiveconsciousness.com to reclaim how to cycle chart. And if you're listening to this podcast, please share it with other women's in your life and i always learning thriving and evolving so don't forget to leave a review thank you beautiful